When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. As the seasons change, so do our selections. The seasonal selections from King's Coast Coffee Company are custom roast sourced and selected to pair with the changing of the seasons. We take the time to source and pair up coffees that reflect the current season and are roasted to highlight tasting notes that pair with the season on hand. Here for a while, then making way into the next, this is a great roast to try on its own or make any coffee subscriber happy. All right, welcome to episode 69, the hottest episode of Star Wars and Scotch till we get to 169. Uh, Welcome, Tim. Wait, so you mean we have to put out 100 episodes of nothing to get to a spicy episode? Yep. Oh, sorry, guys. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long wait, about two years-ish. What an episode today, Kevin. Episode 69, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 6. Uh, what was it? The Stranger in the Desert? Is that what uh, this one's The called? Stranger from the Desert. Stranger from the Desert. Um, so I'm going to start out Which with telling you that I'm King- drinking delicious King's Coast coffee this morning. Oh. Dr. Lupo's Lifeline blend to be exact. Uh, you have so much and it's really good. I was just ready to jump right into it. Well, I wanted to stop and take Thank a second. Thank you for stopping Be- me. <laughs> before I told you that when I saw Luke. Oh, that's what you want to start with? You want to start with Luke? Really? You're going to start with a deep fake Luke? That's when you, I saw Luke, I was like, I wonder if that's an actor or a deep oh. fake, the first shot. And then I figured out it was a deep fake, but I had already fake? gone to IMDb to. Oh, God damn it, Kevin. Who was the body was double? that was a mistake. Do you want to know why? Why? Because as I was scrolling through to see that Mark Hamill was playing Luke, what? I scrolled across the name Cad Bane. Yeah. Oh, you ruined it for yourself. I did. And then when Kevin. the marshal walked out and was looking in the distance, I was like, he's going to see Cad Bane. And then there it was at the hat. And I was like, there he is. Kevin, that scene for me. Okay. So <clears throat> the so let's roll back to uh, when we were doing spoiler cast and it was, it was Mando season one and, and Fennec gets left on the desert dead. Yep. And the spurs start kicking in. Who yep. did I say that was originally? Cad I said Cad Bane. I said there's no way in hell because I just finished watching all of Clone Wars 
I was like, there's no way in hell that guy's dead. He's alive! It's so cool, Kevin! They did such a good job! He is very much alive. Oh my gosh, he looks so intense! Also, the guy who plays Cad Bane, he's a voice actor named Corey Burton. Isn't he the voice actor from Clone Wars? Isn't that the guy? It has to be because he's credited for Bad Batch here. Yeah, that's the guy. Okay, what's hilarious, though, is if you look at him, he does not strike me as a Cad Bane. Second, he has credits from Animaniacs, Mickey Mouse Funhouse, Minnie's Bowtoons, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. It's hilarious. Uh, So we got Cad Bane, though. And and Cad Bane looked sick. Oh my gosh! When he they kept his eyes hidden the whole time, and I thought that was so interesting because his face looked really short. And like I was like, "What? What are they doing?" And when he looked up and he saw his eyes, just the big red eyes. Oh, I got goosebumps, man! It was so good. That entire that entire like Western showdown. Was fantastic. I love that the loudmouth deputy got just blasted into oblivion. Um, he you got, got your, uh, you got your. Well, it wasn't exactly a Mexican standoff, but it definitely had that. No, good, it was the bad, definitely the that. No, vibe. it was that Western. It was the, it was the draw. It was the we take ten paces and turn, and then we shoot like that. It was a Western. It was like I felt like I was watching like John Wayne, like and that and that's where Star Wars pulls from. Uh, inspiration and it makes sense. I, I feel you know it's funny because I talk about how we go we have a Tatooine problem, and like we constantly keep on going back to Tatooine. Well, it's because I think like after seeing that scene for sure, Star Wars is just so deep rooted in in Western. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to go back to Tatooine because it just fits into the theme. Yeah, and <clears throat> once again, you do have to remember that uh, Dave Filoni wrote on this episode, so. It's what made some of the little idiosyncrasies special. I also think Dave was not going to let Cad Bane, because didn't Dave create him? I believe so. So I didn't think he was going to let someone like Cad Bane but be on, an, on a reveal. He's done, not, he's done that so well with hiding characters and just letting them kind of just like disappear and then bringing him back. Yeah, well, I mean, Disney is obviously on a journey to flesh out what happened between six and seven right now. Uh, novels, comic books, now TV shows. Um, we're getting finally that Marvel treatment where the blanks are being filled in along the way, and it feels good. It's the Star Wars style to- storytelling where they harken back to things, and, you know, Grogu's flashback to the Clone Wars and the that temple so with the three good. Jedi defending him. So good. Um, so, it, well, in transitioning to that, it showed us that Grogu has severe PTSD. He has severe. major PTSD. I think there was a lot more to that flashback. And a lot of it plays into like what Luke said. Um, Luke is saying to us. Okay, first off, we have to say like, okay, having Mando, Ahsoka, Luke, and Grogu all together. Um, mm-hmm. Holy fan service. Did not expect Ahsoka to show up. Um, no, I didn't either. I As soon as, as, soon as Rosario Dawson just pops up and it's like... <gasps> Oh, like I just, I, it, it, it definitely brings back the feelings of how we experience the same kind of vibes in Mando season two of like, mm-hmm. it definitely feels like these are nods to everything that's coming. We had, we have the Ahsoka show. We know that Luke is, we, we know that there have been talks of a Luke show coming. Um, and then you've got Mando there. 
Um, and this entire thing of like Grogu like picking his path was was really really interesting to me. I have to say though, and and let me know on Twitter if you are one of them. But for any of the dads out there, did you just like did, did any of that just like pull on your heart at all? Because that entire thing of like Ahsoka telling him that like if you go and see him, it's gonna be a lot harder. Like I couldn't imagine doing that doing that with Kyler of just like leaving him this thing. And then turning away of knowing, like, this is good for him, and then just leaving. Like, it's like summer camp. It's like he left his kid at summer camp, but he ain't coming back. Someone posted in your coffeehouse community thing, did you see the picture of the, like, the older Grogu concept? Yeah, I've seen that a couple times. That's not the only, but yeah, it was, the um, that one is really neat. So it's Grogu in, like, a, he looks more it, more of an adult, teenager, and he's a both. He's of yeah. he's of he's of the force, but he's also Mandalorian because he's foundling. And I th- honestly think that's the like that's Grogu's path. Yes. I think Grogu is that's going to going. be a hybrid. I think, and I think, we, I, honestly, I think Dave could have taken inspiration from that concept art because that came out uh, right at the end of season two of Mando. So it's been circulating for about a year now. But the idea of Grogu being of two worlds is really interesting. Um, yep. And and Din talked about that too. He's a Mandalorian foundling. Yeah, he is essentially. So he has they- he has rights. He has rights to Mandalore as much as Din or Boba or any of any foundling does as well. And so that I thought was really cool. But I thought it was really intense that like Luke laid out the chainmail made out of Beskar, which I thought was really cool. I think at some point someone is going to bring up to Luke the story of Tarvisla and that is the path they're going to take with Grogu's story arc I don't think it's going to be this easy Ooh, like yeah he can be both but I think at one point Grogu's going to end up wielding the Darksaber well so I don't think I don't think it's so much of like him being like Tarvisla I think what Luke is trying to get at is that he's going back and this this all so it's really interesting because you have to look at how Luke is now and then you also have to look at Luke at the end of episode eight, where by the end of episode eight, he understood that to love, to have attachment, to feel is is a part of the force. Like he like all of that. He understood the foul like that the, the Jedi Order was fallible. But then he also understood like where they were coming from. And like there was this like very like big harmonious balance between like the the good and dark and Luke and he was that he was that gray he became gray Jedi at that point in my mind I think he finally found that balance that he was looking for when he when he died um and like even like Yoda even like hints that too he's like they're just books but like Luke was following those teachings to the T and that's what we see right there the Luke of that time period is the Luke of I'm I'm I want to be the 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 straight A student I want to do everybody proud and I want to I want to make sure I do this right and so, like, that's why he was super, super strong in this whole, like, no attachment. Like, if you go okay. if you go to Mando, this, like, that's why. I have a whole thing here. Okay. So, let's take a step back from the episode to talk about what you just said and look at the Star Wars universe as a whole. Then we'll jump back into the episode. Sure. I'm almost done. I have, like, 20 minutes left in the Fallen Star. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind you. Um, Elzar is the key character. Yes to that story and what you just described. Yes. So here's here's my theory is Disney is looking at Star Wars in a whole and of course George used to write it light versus dark. Yes, of course. Now we know dark dark is dark. We're that's not changing. Light is what's changing and light without balance and grounding becomes pious 
and haughty and dangerous. Yeah. And that is what they're trying to say. And that is what they're hearkening back to. And that is where they're going to take. I guarantee you these elements will be incorporated into the remake of the old Republic, regardless of whether it's canon or not. Um, Luke is on that path. He keeps talking about balance. I think as time goes on and we learn more backstories, whether it's books or comics, Qui-Gon, Yoda, Obi-Wan will all be revealed to have experienced balance over, you know, pure light. Yeah, but but that's the whole thing is like Luke doesn't understand what balance is though. Luke only He's, he is learning it with Grogu. But he only stands he only understands balance within the light itself. That's but the Luke problem. is also going to fall again. Oh, of course, right. So I would like use um or even like look at Rey. I think Rey is another really good character to showcase what happens when you have the actual yin and yang when you have like true balance between light and dark, because like, yes, to your point, there's evil shit, but I don't think it's the dark side. That's, I don't think that is the dark side. I think, I think there's something even darker than the dark side. And it's been coming to light within the high Republic. Like the, so like the drain gear, the drain gear are like, like they are the anti good. They're like, they're like the bad, like they are the embodiment of evil, but I don't think the dark side in of itself, I might sound a little edgy here, but I don't do. think I don't think the dark side of itself is bad. I think there's a line you can cross. So it's 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 a Venn diagram. Sure. Oh yeah, and then you kind of like you live in the dark middle versus light. Of course. But it's also a circle. So hear hear me out. I don't think they're taking anything away from canon. No. I think they're exploring things that were in canon before. Sure. Look at the old republic, and most of the 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 Sith from the old republic were Jedi at some point. And what did they do? It wasn't because they got curious and wanted to learn more. It was because the system was restricting them from this knowledge that was forbidden. Mm. And when something is forbidden, people want to learn more about it. It's like when you're a teenager and you discover, you know, pornography. <laughs> Episode 69. <laughs> good, you know, nice, you're good. like, oh, this is bad, but this is good. Like, the, you know, it's that idea. So these Sith go out and they're trying to... Look at Revan's the prime example. Revan goes out to the Outer Rim and beyond to try and fix things and mm. fight in that war. And he ends up becoming a Sith. And that is the story that's told over and over again. So if you look at it as a Venn diagram and a circle, it's almost like when you go too far down this one path sure. because of all these restrictions and this, you know, forbidden knowledge and all this stuff, you end up looping back around to the darker side of bad mm. because all you want to do is either learn more, save so Anakin is another prime example. Sure. All he wanted to do is save Padme and look how bad that ended up for him yep. because so all they're doing is telling a story that if you go too far down one path or another, mm -hmm. it's going to lead to a bad place regardless of what label you want to slap on it. Mm -hmm. And that is that is where they they've taken Star Wars. They're not taking something and remaking it. They're actually taking from what previously existed and enhancing yeah. it and telling it in a different way. And I think Luke is actually trying to gain this balance and he's going to struggle with it until his death, which we obviously know the end, but they're filling in the blanks in the middle. Um, well, you're you right. Know. He does. He swings. He swings one way and then swings the other hard. Like he goes, he's like Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. And then by the by the time we meet him in the beginning of episode eight, he's like, fuck the Jedi. We're like, uh, yeah. And, and, okay. and he goes from a whiny teenager to, you know, figuring this thing out. And Yoda to me is very grounded. He's not, he is a very intelligent, he understands the force probably better than most. But it, they also hinted at that in this episode when they said, you know, 
a, a lifetime for one person is is you know moments oh, for you yeah, or whatever that it was. one hit hard when he was like why do you want to be attached to somebody that'll be but just like a quick moment in time for you right so and that hit they hard. Learn like, more oh man that's got they're suck. wiser they're gonna experience more but in that you have this thing where yoda and, and again they're they're mirroring yoda a lot with grogu yes. it's almost like we're learning how yoda came to be um uh, not i mean like i don't think so because well, like, i mean they're the knowledge of it and the early stages of how did yoda become so wise and smart well oh, he lives he, for, he's been around forever i get it okay yeah so he gets it so we're learning how that you know the early development of that and what that looks like luke is gonna fall numerous times because he's luke but he goes from this stage where he's whiny teenager to ex- exploration of the force he's an asshole in episode six he's a pious dick um, you know, who just kind of like, I'm more powerful because of this. He's not humble. Um, and then we're getting this version of Luke where he seems to be exploring the force again and trying to learn more about yeah. it and understand it. And then we don't know what happens. And then you're right. It's like, fuck the Jedi. I really you know? like this version of Luke, though. I even said that when he was like running around and flipping and climbing up trees and stuff. I was like, I wish this is the Luke that we got more of because he was fun. Like that felt like. That felt like the Luke that should have been what we got in episode seven. Like that, I feel like that was the Luke everybody was expecting. Empire Luke. Yeah, Empire Luke. Yeah. Even Return of the Jedi phases. Luke was pretty good. He he's he's cool, but he's a, he's a bit of a dick. He is a little like, bit of a dick, but it's because he's got like I would also say he's a little bit of a dick because he's also trying to to like face off with like the largest narcissist in the world. So he's got to like try to bring his A game. Like, mm-hmm. could you imagine going against the Emperor? The line that got me in this episode was when Ahsoka said, you're just like your father. When she said, I'm a friend of the family, I went, aw. It was so cute. All of because that. If you think about it, we've never seen them together. I don't know if everyone realized the significance of that. Luke and Ahsoka have never been together. That until was their first today. time. And, oh, I want to know how she, like, found him. Well, she talked about, she knew he existed. because She did know, but I wonder how she it. found him. Uh... I don't know through the force, but even he didn't, he knew she was there, but he didn't know why she was there. Well, it's going to be, so I would assume it has something to do with Obi-Wan. I would assume Obi-Wan and Ahsoka will meet up at some point during the Obi-Wan show. Obi-Wan might've guided her to Luke. And that's that's my point is that because the only person who knew of Luke's existence was Obi-Wan and nobody else. And so the only person who knew where Obi-Wan was, was um uh R2 what, or, or uh, <laughs> who is who is who is Leia's dad Organa uh Senator Organa Dale Organa and uh Yoda those are the only people who knew and, and then I would assume um Ahsoka was, I'm sure Ahsoka's gonna find out in the Obi-Wan show that he's like, alive Obi-Wan's gonna be like I have to trust you with this information only these people yeah know. of course yeah you know he must be protected what at if, all costs what if he feels that like Vader if if Vader kills obi-wan then it would be up to ahsoka to look after luke because i would assume i would assume at some point vader while he's building his inquisitors and he's doing all this stuff felt obi-wan they had a very very deep link oh no he definitely feels so that's my point point. is like what if like that was the pack that obi-wan made with ahsoka was like if anakin comes and kicks my ass please take care of luke so if Ahsoka is in Obi-Wan, which I think she is, because yeah. that's going to bridge a gap that we need bridged to 
her book, her novel is is the next part of that story, in my opinion. Wait, um, you mean the book that was about her after episode or after uh, Order sixty six? Yeah, that the one about her. There's not much about that book though. Well, I mean, it's got a bridge gap. There's no, but there's no gap bridging there. Well, it's telling her story. We do, there's so many gaps in her story that we're trying to fill in the blanks. I, this will be I another guess, blank it's filled a, in. It's such a sm- I, the, my frustrate my frustration with that book is that there's not much that like for her as a whole. There's not much developmentally other than no, it's a she, growing she, up she purifies she purifies the kyber crystals from the inquisitors, and then that's it. Like that was really it. Well, we know Obi Wan's going to fight Vader again. Um, that's happening, but we. How do you know that Ahsoka's not holding off the Inquisitors while sure, Obi Wan's fighting I, Vader? To your point, like that's that's I would have to agree that there really hasn't been any story development for Ahsoka outside because, like, I don't think her book the book did her justice. I wish I, that she you know, had more. I could see Ahsoka because she's not a Jedi anymore, so she can kill Inquisitors if she wants to. I could see Ahsoka tracking the Inquisitors to Tatooine, who Jedi are looking can for kill Obi-Wan. Inquisitors if they want to. Only if they're provoked and attacked uh, and they feel threatened. Oh, that's so much bullshit. But I also feel like Obi-Wan's past that point. Too. I think so too, man. <laughs> but I'm saying, what if she track what if she's tracking Inquisitors she and that's be. how she ends up finding him? Or she's just tracking after Anakin and learns about the Inquisitors. Because she wasn't hunting Inquisitors until Rebels. And the, the first Rebels Inquisitor is, the first Inquisitor. Rebels is theoretically during the Obi-Wan show. Uh, at some point, whether it's right before or right after, there's no way. Yeah, because Luke is a little boy in that. Luke, that's only five. But if it was five years, Rebels is right before Episode Four. Luke is going to be roughly Hunter, my son's age, and Hunter's six. So Hunter's like five or so. So Luke would be like five or six. Yeah, Luke will be somewhere between like five and ten, in my opinion, in, in the Obi Wan show. But the gap between three and four is like almost twenty years. The gap between three and four is sorry. Is, is sorry, Luke is no se- Luke sixteen. Seven, yeah, sixteen. So it's a sixteen year gap. Right. So a few years is going to go by. There's Rebels. so much. I keep okay. The only reason why I get frustrated with this is because Obi Wan is so old. And yeah, he so, ages like a, it's it's the desert. I know, on, know I, I know, I, I know. I found the theory about it. I hate it's this the theory. It's so much bullshit. How are they going to age desert. him, dude? It's good. He's going to be so old. It's the desert. It's fine. Um, no, he'll be like he'll be like uh, seven or. I'm thinking somewhere around Hunter's age, uh, give or take a few years on one side or the other. That's right. Well, but still, like Rebel. So Rebels is right before the death, like right before the Death Star is finished. And they'll give you. I guarantee you, they give you that shot the same one they gave you in Rebels, just live action with Amprew, like Luke, with the sun setting and Obi Wan standing there with his hood, possibly Ahsoka next to him. With the I think they just pick it right up from where they left off at Episode Three. Maybe. Who knows? Let's see. We'll find out of how he like gets to tattooing. It could also Tim. It could also span a few years. Huh? We could jump around because there's a lot of Obi-Wan just sitting in the desert waiting. <laughs> That's the whole thing is like what what is going to be so interesting about Obi-Wan? Like I, I well, he has to get off tattooing. There's no way he stays on tattooing the entire so show. Go, going back. Well, going back to this episode, this series, Book of Boba Fett, um, the only it's not a complaint. I'm not complaining. Just the thing that I can't wrap my brain around just because television 
is, you know, it's called Book of Boba Fett, and now we have two episodes where Boba was in it for maybe yeah, I, 30 seconds. I'm really enjoying I'm the o- Mando Fett show. I'm okay with it. I'm not complaining, but if you're looking at a show like Obi-Wan, what's to say that an entire episode will not just be mostly Ahsoka? And we're off planet that way. The same to, way Din was off planet while Boba stays on Tatooine the entire time. It would have to. Well, but we know Ahsoka, her show takes place after episode six. Right. But we also know she's 100% going to be an Obi-Wan. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I agree with you. The, the, the What I was going to say is if they do that, then it's all going to be Ahsoka flashbacks. It can't be anything to do with what Ahsoka is doing primarily right now. It has to be what everything that Ahsoka already did. So that'll be right, interesting. It'll be very perfect. interesting to build up her story that way. And that's what I mean. It's the perfect building block from putting the pieces together from Rebels, Obi-Wan, all the way up until where we've seen her in Mandalorian to her show now. They really need to break down the timeline a little bit more because like, I think they did a really good job of aging um, Cad Bane. He looks really old. Like as he was walking, yeah, he, he looks, looks rough. He looked a little, just like he had a little limp. Like it looks like he's been beat up a bunch. I mean, we know that he's been beat up a bunch. We've watched him fall off of buildings in Coruscant, like you know, hundreds of stories down. Um, but like you've got you've got this character now, Ahsoka, who's going to be going back and forth in time. Um, man, that's a lot for her. It's how do I they mean, how do they keep that how do they keep that continuity for her as far as like aging and stuff to make sure because you don't she's have already that. A grown <sighs> she's a grown woman by the time it's Obi Wan so she doesn't have to look too much different. Also, you know you can explain it away that her race maybe doesn't. That show was something that I was that thinking sense. about too. Is like you look at like her lekus and her lekus are still very short. So I'm wondering if that like I know well, the remember everyone like complained and then age. they made it. The, everyone complained in Mandalorian, then they made them longer. Um, but yeah, we—I mean, maybe that's what Tagruta do. Who knows? But we've seen her. She looks very similar from the beginning of Rebels to the end of Rebels, which the end of Rebels shows her after Episode Six. So I'm not really worried about the continuity for her. Obi Obi Wan himself makes me a little worried, but at the same time, when you think of Obi Wan at this point. Do you think of Sir Alec Guinness or do you think of Ewan McGregor? Because I think of Ewan McGregor. The only time I ever think of. So it depends. It depends on what time we're talking about. You know, like if it's if it's if it's episodes four through six, then it's not it's it's not Ewan McGregor. I have a theory and it it goes back to Grogu's flashback, too. I think that obi-wan had a hand in getting grogu out of the temple he may not have done it himself because we see how he leaves the temple and he definitely doesn't leave with him but it could have been some we and ahsoka's off planet so it's not her cal is way too young he's a baby so it's not him so don't even tweet that at us um because we saw his episode or his order 66 flashback i I feel like obi-wan told did something maybe with someone maybe it's that what's the the hunter jedi's name the one that's always the guy's flip doing backflips out of drop yeah with the yellow stuff? paint yeah, on I his know face you're talking about i can't i can't think of his name but yes yeah what if um, what if obi-wan's like get him out of here you know he's blah 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 what if yoda was like he needs to go you know or something like that what if they what if the it's not this it's going to be in Mandalorian but what if the flashback cuz obviously part of Mandalorian now is going to be Yoda or um Grogu uncovering his past and where he's from where he's from Definitely like let me help people. you remember uh-huh. that was the first of many the same way it's just like a video when game. Boba got in the back to tank we started understanding about his past that is how they're going to tell Grogu's story in Mandalorian 
I thought I thought there was a little bit more, more to that vision. It felt a little bit deeper than that. When Luke was talking about how he, when she was like, how is it? Or Ahsoka asked Luke, how's his training going? Luke says, it's more so reminding him than anything else. And so yeah. to me and Kevin, we've talked, we've, we've heard this mentioned in, in other shows, movies, books of people closing themselves off from the force. And I think that's, I think when the, when the, sh- the, like the silhouette when the doors closed at that, like the, as the clones were coming and closed, I felt like that was also more so like that was another like visualization of Grogu closing himself off from the force. Um, this whole idea yes. of being able to separate yourself from the force is new that like Luke did it. We know that other Jedi in the high Republic are doing it. Um, they do it as a way of almost like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like, not like solidarity, but they, they do it to try to like recenter themselves and like figure shit out. And then they like reconnect to it. Like almost like just plugging back into the matrix. Yoda does it. Yoda does it. There's lots. So it's like this idea of just being able to like, unplug to save yourself um is really interesting to me and i feel like that's what grogu did i think a part of his amnesia is this complete closure from the force and that's why it take that's why it takes so much energy from him whenever he does anything big with the yeah. force is it because it's not like this a lot to the dark saber when the the, the force or anything that has like a tone a, attunement to the force it wants to be worked with. It doesn't want to be worked against. It's a lot like water. And so mm-hmm. like anytime Grogu like works really, really hard to do something instead of just letting it naturally work. Like when Luke was just like naturally just putting his hand up and all these frogs were floating in the air. That was just a just <laughs> he's just naturally doing that. Grogu has to fight to make it work to the same idea as the Darksaber. When when Din is fighting against the, the sword to make it work to his uh, will and not the sword's will that's when it starts to get really heavy. And so I think Which, that's another really interesting thing that they're showing is that like, yep. like with Grogu having all of this resistance and not giving it up and letting go. And that's why he's always going to have this issue. I just thought that was really cool. I kept catching that. Yeah. And, and speaking of the dark saber, you sent me that video this week, uh, completely forgot about Sabine's Sabine training with the dark saber. Yeah. I totally forgot about, about it being that. heavy. And um, Kanan telling her, you know, you have to work with it, not against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it became lighter. So that's what Din is experiencing. Great correlation there. Um, one thing on Luke, too, all of his quotes throughout the episode were hearkening back to other people. Um, I caught two. I caught Yoda and I caught an Obi-Wan quote. I can't remember what they were, but I was like, oh, Obi-Wan said that. Oh, Yoda said that. Someone on Twitter said Bendu. one of the quotes was from Bendu from rebels really uh, yeah which i didn't pick up Shit, on so I have to go back and, and and listen to those i was so right. caught up in just like luke and grogu i don't think i was listening to it all so <laughs> i'm curious if there's quotes from other people too like maybe there's a qui-gon in there that we didn't pick up on so if you are out there in the twitterverse or tim's facebook group please let us know we're very curious uh Obviously, we haven't had more than 30, 30 minutes to digest and try and put this all together. Uh, so if you do have them, I'm sure Alex uh, from Star Wars Explained will pull that apart for us, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's it's very interesting to hear him quote someone like Bendu. Yeah. Did he come in contact with Bendu? Like that to me was like, oh, OK, <laughs> that's interesting. That is very interesting. Or is it just that generic, you know, because Bendu, again, represents balance. 
Yeah, I mean, he is. He is that perfect balance, and that's what he tried to. Uh, that I mean, like that was what he tried to teach Kanan. And it just like it like in but Kanan like figures it out at the end. Um, well, but like the I idea don't say of, too late. But the yeah, man, it's a little too late. But like yeah, the idea of Bendu. I mean, he. I mean, he could have gone to Bendu before Kanan did. Remember? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we have no I mean, idea. But like the idea of like having like this this creature that's there that people go and visit. Like it would be cool to see him in the live space. I think that would be well, so no, awesome. Not before. It would have to be after, based on Luke's age. Oh, that's right. Because oh, that's right. No, but wait. So he's not dead. Holy crap! I totally, it totally just, it totally just clicked. Um, yeah, you're right. We're we're dealing with five years after Rebels. You could also, oh wow, you could also see live action Freddie Prince Jr. in Obi Wan too. By the way, he'd be a Force ghost, but yeah, he could be like a canon. No, he's alive during Obi Wan. Oh, during Obi Wan, yeah. Oh, he could be alive. He'd be a kid. He'd be like a teenager. Yeah, he'd be he'd be a kid. Make it fun. Yeah, that's possible too. Um, when Din said to Fennec, I'm, I have some, someone or some folks who could help. Um, what are you thinking there? Hmm. Are you thinking it's just the people of Mos Pelgo? Are you thinking it's the Tusken Raiders? Are you thinking it's other Mandalorians? I think it's going to be everybody that's on Tatooine. I don't think he's going to go. I don't think we're going to be off planet again. I think this is going to be getting all of the forces together. I mean, like he went and tried to round up the the people over at Mos Palgo or at Freetown now. Um, and like, I think the guys from Freetown are definitely going to come fight because they saw what Cad Bane did and they love Cobb Vanth. So I also love that Cobb Vanth is just, is actually becoming an established character in the Star Wars universe. I think it's so awesome. Um, I think it's both great. I think they're both awesome characters. It's just like Cobb Vanth only had that like little bit in aftermath and now like this this idea of like the sheriff and tatooine is like he's, he's a full like flushed out character now i think it's so cool but yeah i think i think this is going to be just uh, a uh, a bringing together of all of the the people of tatooine because he even said that he said you guys are more than just a town you're a planet and so the tuscan and, raiders have to be a part of this it, it, but fight. that's like, what i'm saying is i think it's going to be i don't i don't think he's going to go off planet i think he's going to bring all of the forces around he's made He's made friends with the Tusken Raiders. Boba Fett has made friends with the Tusken Raiders. Um, so you've got two two guys that know the Tusken Raiders very very well. They have also all these the connections. Jawas with the, the Jawas with the, with the freaking Kray dragon, dragon Skull on top was so good, and they knew who he was. They were waving at him and yeah, shit. It was so so funny. yeah, I think this is going to be a people of Tatooine. It's going to be all of the creatures that oh make God, up this Jawa sand crawler. And it's going to be, there, yeah, dude, it's going to be just like a uh, ready player one at the end where, where they, they bring everybody from all over the Oasis to come fight the bad guy. That's or what it's going to look like. Yeah. Or end or game or, the end, game of or the end of episode nine with star Wars where they go, where they go fight D- the emperor. Like that's what it's going to look like. <laughs> Didn't stand in there. With Boba. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, people uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's gonna no, be you sick. Need, you need you need someone, maybe one of the Freetown people to be like on your left. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I could see another, you know, person though. I, it, I don't, I don't know if it'll stop there. I could see someone coming from off world. I could see Ahsoka showing up, to be honest. I don't think so. I think she's gonna go do her own thing now. I think, I think Rosario Dawson just came by, said hey, showing off, like, hey, by the way, I got this show coming out next year. Peace. I think that's I think that's what Boba Fett did. 
You know, like Boba Fett didn't get to be actually be a part of the end. Like this is this is a din. I think this is a din and Boba Fett thing. I, I don't think Ahsoka is going to come fight. She has no reason to. She has no qualms. You also with didn't them. think Din was going to be in the show. Yeah, I mean, like, but now here we are, Kevin. I didn't really think the Manda Fett show would be so. You called Grogu though. I did call. Grogu. I noticed we missed it. And it actually made perfect sense. We said he said, I'm going to go see a friend. He didn't say it. He said, I'm going to go see a little friend. And yeah, I should have probably called that one because. But, OK, so here's my thing is like I, I accepted the fact that he was going to go see Grogu. I'm, I didn't accept the fact that they were going to show it on the show. I really thought that was something they were going to say for the Mandalorian. But I think I think to our point, Kevin, that we've been talking about with season three and why Grogu just didn't fit. Or like the Luke and Grogu like training sequences wouldn't have fit within Mando is because Mando season three is going to be so heavy on the planet Mandalore, the Night of a Thousand Tears, Beskar, the Dark Saber, Bo. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be very very heavily focused on all of that, and so you don't have time to focus on Grogu and like that. So I think if you like if you can wrap it up in other stories then that, that might be the way to do it. And maybe that's why they felt like it was appropriate to put Mando and Grogu into Boba Fett to keep people talking about Mando and Grogu, but they knew they didn't have enough meat on the bone with Boba Fett, maybe, perhaps. And so maybe they, they thought, you know, let's spice it up a little bit. Let's get some of the storytelling out of the way for season three so that we can just open right up with this. Like, we already got the teaser for The Night of a Thousand Tears. Like, I'm surprised that any of that made it outside of season three because anything Mandalore should have, I think like I was assuming it was just going to happen on season they, three. That, you know, the only thing we got out of that was what it was, but that's and the capital. It was so the capital much building to that. The, the capital building was the only recognizable thing from that scene. That was it. I think that was, but the, the, the thing for me, what I, what I took from that was the amount of force that was laid upon the planet. That's what, that's the, 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 the gravity of that. I didn't understand. Like the the idea of having a thousand tie bombers just drop bombs across a planet is is insane. Well, you did say that they glassed the planet at one point. I did, so. but I did, but in my mind, it wasn't like that. In my mind, they pulled a super star destroyer up and just and they just orbital barraged it. I didn't think that they would just do that. Like that was on it. Like that is terrifying. So I'm I'm surprised they showed it. I love that they showed it because they really set the scene for what we're gonna find on Mandalore when they go there. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Anywho. Um Is the planet is that Yavin 4 where Luke was? See, I, that's I, where couldn't, his... I couldn't figure that one out. I was trying to figure out where we were. Um, I think it's Yavin 4 because Yavin 4 is where Luke's temple is when Kylo attacks him where were all the where were all the um the sith people temples i didn't see those sticking Uh, up it could be a different part of the planet i mean i don't know we've only the only the only time we've ever been whenever we go to the planet yavin it's it's always there around the The masasi outpost about the masasi guys so could be i mean i don't know i don't know i have Um, no idea i mean like i we don't know if that's if luke only had one temple Luke's school planet. I'm pretty sure it's Yavin 4. Uh, Mystery planet. But Luke's. the spider robots were pretty cool. Oh my god, you're obsessed with those I names, like them. Robots. They're cool. I don't know. If anybody knows where those are from or what they are, please let me know. Because I went looking for Star Wars spider robots. And not a lot comes up. Oh, so. hold on. 
What? Luke's uh, Jedi Temple in canon is a secret location. So they have not revealed what planet it's on. See, because Yavin didn't make sense because those temples are everywhere across the planet. Yeah. Yeah, according to this, it's a secret. So that means we're going to get a new planet. Or an old one. Or an old one. That's going to be cool. Like it. But the huts and stuff that they were building are exactly what we see in the sequel trilogies. Oh, when we have flashbacks and in the comics. seven or eight or in the comics? The flashbacks and stuff of everything burning and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I agree. So but I were the were those flashbacks where they like and back to Yavin? No, no, no. Okay. I had read somewhere that it was gotcha, Yavin gotcha, for gotcha. a while okay. ago. I might be con- again, you know how I confuse canon and legends sometimes too. Yes. So maybe it was on Yavin and the Legends. Well, there um, you go. Yeah, I don't know. I I I uh I did read something this week that clone luke showed up in the comics no. as canon so that could further Ooh, that theory really yeah Ooh, where? i don't know which comic clone luke skywalker let's see if it pops because we up. talked I... about this a few weeks ago at the end of uh bad batch and we said at the, at the end of bad batch that the final that the facility that you end up in, in the final scene is the same facility in the side of the mountain where they were working on cloning and and clone luke comes out of that yeah i'm i'm on this clone theory that a lot of shit happened like emperor cloning and you know but i think these force users like we've said if you imbue the clone with the force the shell might not be able to handle it it goes spode yeah so uh, i mean that's at least we know that's what probably happened with the emperor um and why he's in like his weird spider suit thing (laughs) um i I I don't think we see Luke and Grogu again. I think we're done with them for this until Mandalorian season three. Um, if they do a Luke show, like Sebastian Stan has to play Luke. You can't keep doing the CGI. I will say that the CGI in this was much better than the end of Mandalorian. I liked it a lot. Um, but he was still talking weird. That was the part that was throwing me. Um, it wasn't that normal luke cadence and speech you could tell that mark hamill had done the lines and because he's old they they had to clean them up Mm -hmm. um so if they move forward with the luke series i'm okay with it i'm okay with look these actors age naturally i would rather have good content that's fun and have them look slightly different like we did with han than have no content at all like if you're that much of a purist that you can't handle someone who didn't play originally 40 years ago the same actor at a different time period you need to get your priorities in life straight. Um, but I'm fine with like someone like Sebastian Stan coming in and being Luke um, in that era for that time. I know in the past you've been like, ah, I'm curious how you feel now. Ah. <laughs> Here's the thing is like they, they have established what Luke's going to look like um, in this. Like you can't, you, they, they don't flip flop. They just don't. Um, and so I think the way that the, anytime, anytime, that Luke is going to show up. Mark Hamill will be Luke and then they will go back in and they will, uh, they will, uh, deep fake his face and they will clean up his voice to sound like he is 20 years younger. And I think that is how they're going to go about doing it for now. Um, I don't think we're going to, if I don't think we're going to get a Luke show, I really like having Luke as this, I don't either. I think having, I, hope not. I think having Luke as a person that can just, travel around much like Boba Fett 
um, or even Ahsoka right now, um, to have these characters that are interchangeable almost and can just go in and out of shows and say, hi, I'm here to do something really cool, and then I'm going to peace out. Like, that's really neat to me. I love that. It feels very, like, to your point, Kevin, they they have figured out how to Marvelize Star Wars, and Marvel does that beautifully. Marvel has been doing that where they know that they have a really cool story to tell, and it involves a character that can't stand on its own or there's no reason for it to stand on its own. So let's tell their story alongside another person's story. And it's per- it's beautiful. It's perfect, and it works, and I like it a lot. And I really hope that's how they keep Luke, is that Luke will continue to interact with characters and his story of what am I up to will continue to be told, but just not in a way where it's the Luke Skywalker show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, keep in mind with the uh, introduction of Luke... Mm-hmm. And his school, it opens up Legends characters to join the fray, not in their original stories, but now you're opening up the Mara Jade and the Kyle Katarn and those stories. Oh, dude, Kyle Katarn would be really, really cool. This is his era. Yeah. You know, he becomes an Imperial, uh, is it pilot? I think it's pilot. It's been a while. Uh, He's a pilot you know. and then he like, and then he like defects and. Yeah. And then Mar- Mara and, you know, Mara's. This is prime for Mara to come in and get killed, and that's what starts Luke's spiral again. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because because if you if you connect the dots, Luke is telling, you know, Grogu, don't be attached. What's the one thing that could get Luke attached besides his sister? A woman. Well, yeah, sure, of course. And we know in the legends that Mara Jade is his wife. So if Mara Jade is there and she's there for like 15 years. Oh, and dude, then could you imagine? Right before oh, the stuff. What if, what if, what if, what if, what oh. if, what if uh, uh, Kylo is the one that kills her? Oh, no, no, no. We know that's we know that's not what happens. We don't know that. No, but he says that's what ha- he's so. So Luke. OK, so. Go back to episode eight. Luke tells us what happens. Right. Luke says that Kylo was starting to um, become tainted by Snoke. Mm-hmm. And he knew that he had to stop the darkness. But instead of, but instead of trying to turn him with, at, with, with, with uh, kindness and with love and everything else, he did it with force and he was going to kill him. So I don't think there was... I, I don't think... Unless but then he leaves the hut in the comic and he starts. Remember, he takes the other, the few Padawans. Oh, you think he him killed him during that? Oh, you think he killed her during that? Uh huh. Oh, I thought you meant like he killed her before and then Luke got pissed and went. Yeah. To what go. if they just didn't tell that part in his oh, recollection of the events? And that's why he's like standing there with R two. He's so sad. Oh, Kevin. His wife was killed. His, his wife's dead. Everything. And she was pregnant. Let's just make it really dark. Yeah. Oh, and that's why Luke just that's why he leaves. Because And he, that that begins his mental spiral into the Luke that we meet when Because Ray, he just ends up turning into his dad. Oh! But instead of he knows the he knows what his dad did and destroyed the universe, so he decides to go into Kevin, exile instead. This is such a good theory. Oh, I love it so much. Yep. Because that's have, every uh, son's worst nightmare is becoming their dad. Holy shit. And then you have Karen Gillan play Mara Jade. You're welcome. And Mara Dave, if you if you want to call me and Tim will be more than happy to work on the creative with you. Oh, oh, oh. Kevin, that's this. so sound. Oh my god. 
we're more than happy she to had, help. So, she, oh my god, yeah, and he. So, knew folks, he was if you want to tweet at Dave, oh my god, at, at Dave <laughs> at Star Wars and Scotch and me and Tim, you know, we're more than happy to sit down at the round table with John and, and Dave. Then I'm freaking out thinking about this. It's such a good story arc. Oh my god, <laughs> we're more than happy to sit at the round wow. table and uh, be, you know, co co producers on uh, whatever, god, however they want to tell this That's story. Tim and I are theory. happy to I be a part that of that. So much. So, wow. yeah, you know, opening up the door, the school is being built. Your Kyle Katarns, your Mar Jades, you know, you're opening the door for the, the other stuff. But then now, that means we get a Luke Skywalker show then. The only way that you can develop this story. No, I not think, necessarily. How, then how how else do you make that happen? We just had two episodes of a show that's supposed to be about Boba Fett, about Din Jaren. But it shows that Boba that Fett again. didn't have enough meat on the bones. No, it shows that they're trying to interconnect the Star Wars universe like they always so do. Then they should just all. call it a Star Wars story. And then would you have been surprised when Din Jaren <laughs> showed up or we saw Grogu this week? Just saying they should. It's, it's a lot. That's why I said it's hard to, to connect hard. it because of the name of the show. Uh -huh. But at the same time, it's telling the relevant story. I, and we're going to get our payoff. Oh, I agree 100 percent. Most definitely. So with that being said. I think. That um, the established, you know, now we have a, a beginning point to Luke's Academy and we have the end point of Luke's Academy. And we have a few little trickles in between from the comics. Yeah. So that story is going to get fleshed out in media over the next few years. Um, we've talked about the balance between the force and how that works. That is what they're fleshing out. And they're using the High Republic as a huge mechanism Hard. for that. Um, Elzar's, if you haven't read the books, uh, please start at the beginning and read them all the way through. Because Elzar's journey to where he is now is the most important thing. I'm sorry. Elzar, Avar, and Stellan's journey is probably the most important thing. Also, if you want to talk about attachments, Belzatafar and Loden. Loden, spoilers! Oh no, Kevin. Did you leave? Because I'm about to say a spoiler. Here we go. Loden has been dead for two books now, and Bell still can't get over it. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't, if that's not going to come back to haunt him at some point, I don't know what to tell you. But Elzar's struggle with the dark side, they jump right into it in this book. He's obviously madly in love with Avar. Avar is obviously struggling with the Force because she's disobeying the Council in the comics. I don't know if you've gotten that far, Tim. She is not supposed yep. to be off fighting no, the Dring here, well, and she's doing it anyway. Well, that's why she's no longer the Marshal of, 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 of uh, well, Star no Beacon. Starlight Beacon. So, so, uh, so good, okay. uh, well, that wind boom, If you so. didn't ascertain that from the title of the book, I can't help you. I'm sorry. The, the, <laughs> the cover art is literally it on fire being pulled down I by just, the gravity you know, well of this like, planet. That's a like, spoiler. Like, it's like, honestly, oh my God. like that's on them. It's Isn't it called The Falling Star? The Fallen Star the fallen, with a picture of it fallen burning. Fallen Star. Starlight Beacon. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I mean, they're diving heavy into that. I think Acolyte is going to explore that. I think Acolyte, I, I th believe I've said this before, I think Acolyte is going to start out as a new Jedi that we've never met. I know it's a female lead, so it's going to be someone we've never met. Of course. And it's going to be exactly that old Republic story that I told you. It's like the thirst for more knowledge, the understanding, the forbidden, but remember the things when I'm not is, supposed to know about. It's like 100 years before episode three, or episode one, excuse me. Um, yes. Yeah. Right? So the possibility so it's very close to where we pick up in episode one. So well, it's also possible that Darth Plagueis is alive. No. Yes. It. No. It. It is mathematically possible. No. That, you think that's it, what they're going to do with Acolyte? I thought the whole thing with Acolyte is that it wasn't going to be about Sith. 
I thought no, it, it gonna, is. I thought it was going to be like this dog. It was going to focus more on like the miss. What was, didn't they give us like a breakdown of what the show was going to be about? Didn't they say it wasn't going to be your typical like mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. Okay, perfect. Great. So I'll say again. <laughs> I think I think there's so, I think there's more to it than we're just talking, the dark side Sith and like I think there's more to it. But than we're that. talking Sith holocrons. We're talking going back to Corban. It's gonna be some we're, dark shit. But I think possibly, it's gonna be like Drangir dark. I don't think it's gonna be just like Sith. Like here's your red Kyber crystal kind of dark. But the Drangir are connected to the Sith, Tim. But the Sith are terrified of the Drangir. That's my yes, that's my problem with it. I don't think connected. it's connected. Yeah, but I think the Drangir are like I think they I think Drangir are closer to like being the physical embodiment of dark than also the Sith those are. Sith imprisoned them hundreds of years yeah, ago. Because they These were new Sith terrified. are probably looking like, hey, I can get my own army. Hey. Oh, you think okay. Okay. So I would agree with you on that one. I would say the like Sith every are other old Sith from like the Knights of the Republic. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. When they were more of a race than they were like just like this this religious order. Well, they I don't think they've ever canonized the Sith race Shit. in Disney World yet. I could be wrong, but, but that's I, such an I, interesting. That's such an interesting part to them. And that's what brings well, there's their, an element of it canonized with the Masasi, but I don't think they've fleshed them out. But as isn't like there part also the an element formed with it with Korriban actually being confirmed, like the Sith homeworld, and then Yoda going to the temples, like Sith as in the religion, no, not Sith, the race. But, but isn't but isn't the race? Didn't they start on that planet? That's where the Masasi originated from. But the the Sith the Sith would. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The Sith were like more like fragile. They were they were more like astute people, and they would essentially like hire other races to go out and fight for them. Right? In Legends, the race of Sith were the first, and right. then when the aliens started coming to them, aliens meaning humans and all these other ones to them with force powers, they started sharing their ideas, and that's how the Empire was built. And then. The humans, like Ajuntapal and a few of those Sith, decided to start enslaving the races, and then we got That's like the Sassy okay. and all that stuff. So it was like this melding, and then it was this um, slavery of these races, and then eventually there was no such thing as Sith purebloods anymore. It was very because the Sith purebloods looked down on everyone else, right? And then eventually the mixing started happening, and That's some Harry Potter shit, dude. Yeah, I, I can't remember like the last pure blood in Legends, but it was it was pretty f- deep into probably like High Republic era or something like that. What if that's um, what it's about? Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I, I I would say it's more about exploration of the dark side, um, finding holocrons, yeah, making ancient Sith canon, you know, um, canon. It could be following the path of Revan too. How? Uh, Revan and Malak leave holocrons like everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you meant the show would be about Revan, and that's what I'm like. How? No, 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 no. Like maybe that's one of mean. the yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like cool. following the path and learning how Revan fell to the dark side. Not f- fell in this like being like you know they left the star maps and everything, which would be a great way to you know circle back and be like, hey, Revan, remember him? Yeah, here comes the game. Um, so I don't know. It could just be finding ancient. It could be Darth Bane. It could be tracing Darth Bane steps. That'd be cool. It'd be super. Cool. You know, through the rule of two, and it's like, oh, there's always two, which means there's a Sith somewhere out there with an apprentice. I need to find them and kill them, and then you get there and you end up killing one of them, and then they and the master and it's like you I name you Darth Vader, you know, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. what I'm vibing on for like Acolyte. I like that but idea. I'm excited for it, though. I'm excited to get a show that isn't about the goody two-shoe light people. Dark shit, dude. All right. We, uh, we've hit our time, so really? predictions. Oh, wow. We're already over an hour, Kevin. This just flew right by. Okay. All right. So, okay. Real quick before we end, Kevin, out of 10, what would you rate this movie? Or the, uh, the episode? Not the movie. I hate rating standalone just, episodes just give, like just this. Like, just like, at, like an enjoyment level. Out of ten, how did you feel? Eight, eight and a half. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a nine point eight on IMDb right now. I mean, like it was, it, it was. If it was, if it was Mando, it, like it, honestly, I'm gonna take points away from this because it was during Boba Fett. I'm gonna, yeah, that's I'm, the like, only reason like, I would like, take honestly, points. Honestly, it's the only reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna dock this episode two points is because they took over, they took the limelight from Boba Fett. I was kind of pissed about it. Like, I honestly, I'm ready for closure. I want to know what happens, and they just keep on blue balling me, so I'm taking points. And there you go. Are you doing this like like the, the uh, Hogwarts? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Minus 150 points oh, from House Fett. Harry, did you fart? Five points from Gryffindor. Like, you can do that. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to use my odd point scaling system to say two points from Boba Fett because Mando. <laughs> So sorry, Boba Fett, but didn't mess it up for you. Um. All right. Uh. What What do you think is going to happen? Um. I think. Uh, well, we we know the that the next episode is the final episode, right? Yep. It's going to be. It is going to be. And, and the show's over. Yeah. It's done. Like there's no more. So it is going to be. It is going to be. Um. Mando and Boba and there. It's going to be the the. It's going to be like uh. A bunch of people. It's just gonna be all of tattooing. I think just gonna be right behind him, and it's just gonna be like, "What is your, what is your, uh, your profession?" And they're just gonna be like, "We're gonna kick their ass!" And there they go. And it's just gonna be like, "Get off our planet!" Like I think it's just gonna be like this big fight at the end. I don't think it's gonna be much. There's nothing left really to do, Un- unless we're gonna continue going down the 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 Mando uh, story rabbit hole, and we're gonna get one more like big chunk of information. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. He's already on Tatooine, so he's not going to go meet the Armorist again. That's mm-hmm. done. He has the dark saber. Um, I mean, we make, won't see the, the armor only, again. So until... the only thing that I could think of that he could do next is to go and get the uh, bow and her people, mm-hmm. and go and 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 bring them there, and then they fire off and go to to Mandalore. So they 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 get down there. Everybody's there. One big. All of the Star Wars characters get together. And they fight the they fight the uh, the bad guys off. No more spice on Tatooine. The Pikes are gone, and then Mando and and Bo Katan go off to man to to Mandalore. Yeah, we won't see the armor again until he does his thing on. Um... Yeah, when he goes. Well, that, to the that's clen- another the, reason the why I could say. Might... Yeah, I, that's another reason why I could see like other Mandalorians showing up is if he puts out the call on hollow and they show up and then it's like, all right, we're going to Mandalore cause we need to figure out how yeah, let's you're go, getting let's go claim our saber. home back. Yeah. So you might see Bo and, 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 um, uh, her little cohort of, uh, the, the night owls or, uh, mm-hmm. owl. Yeah. Night owls, something owls. Yeah. We might see them. So we'll see. Yeah, it was a good episode though. I'm excited. I'm just I'm excited for this to be over because I'm excited for what's coming next. Yeah, I I um I don't want to say I'm I'm over it, but 
Boba Fett has run its course. Obviously, they didn't have enough meat on the bone, like you said, to do fill a f- full seven episodes. But I'm fine with the way they're telling the story. It's incorporating the larger Star Wars universe, which they always do, and I always appreciate. So I'm all for it. Um, so do you I'm, think the I'm, house? Do you think the house crease house Visla showdown will happen? Season in three, Mando season three. Yeah, do you think that's going to be the ending? So. I know we're over time, but I just want to keep talking about Star Wars. I'm so sorry. Do you? Well, you're you're the one that's more impressive <laughs> stuff than me. That's yeah, fine. Um, do you think that Bo can take back the dark saber without killing Din? No. There will have to be a fight. Do you think that Bo will die in Mandalorian season three? <laughs> <laughs> man will they kill katie um fuck because i feel like those are your only two paths with her journey i mean i think this show is gonna be, i mean i don't know dude the show has gone in so many different ways i she maybe what if the dark saber is just no longer the key to being the ruler of Mandalore? what if i doubt that highly yeah but hold on wait a second have what, you met a mandalorian i know too? but what if oh but house crease was always about being being better right her sister was all about being better than than what they were before she wanted to take she wanted to be like she wanted the mandalorian people to be better than the than the 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 uh, the cavemen that they were um, this idea of like this old shogun ideal uh, ideology of of honor and like respect and like all this stuff that is that is attributed to power. Um, she wanted to go the more like pacifist route and to be peaceful. And so like I feel like still even Bo, even though that she is still like, you know, she's definitely a lot stronger and more fistier than her than her sister was. Um, I feel, still feel like they they're cut from the same cloth. And so what what if we have this like crease and uh Visla showdown and and they end up deciding that like you don't need the dark saber to be Mandalore. Mm. Because they're in, okay, think about it. Their entire pot their entire planet was was destroyed. And they believe that it was destroyed because she didn't And from the ashes the and from the ashes is rebuilt a new Mandalore. I'm just saying. I just I don't want Katie. Part Sack. of the I don't, allure. I don't want Katie Sackhoff to die. It was great to see Mandalore in Clone Wars and like see her sister, but part of the allure of Mandalorians in the Star Wars universe is I their know. culture. I know that the 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 uh, something is very attractive about um, cultures that are based around war. Cool armor, cool weapons, badasses. No, no, uh, cast of, of, you know, patriarchal or matriarchal society. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on even footing. If you're a Mandalorian, yep. it is a rough life. It ain't easy, but everyone is on even footing. If you want something, take it. It's very much similar to the Sith. Do you, but do you, you know? think it's going to be a, a bow and Mando showdown and it's going to be one or the other? I, because Mando doesn't want, do I think, I don't know. Din Could I see Din this. killing her? He doesn't want and, it. No, but like by right, it's like it could come down to his life or her want to rule Mandalore but again. He wants more than that life. You can see that with Grogu. 
He, but he can't give it away. That's, that's the, the hard part. That's the part that he's going. He's going to have to. He's going to come to a point in season three where this whole "this is the way" or "this is my way," and like I think that he's going to figure out that it's like I want to be happy, and he's going to take his fucking helmet off again, guaranteed. Oh, I I think he I I one hundred percent think he. Um, does not join the uh, the cult when he comes back and he's like I went through the pools I did my thing and blah 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 I don't think that's the case I do think Sabine will show up because obviously if they casted Sabine and Ahsoka so early before filming gee I wonder why um, Sabine's going to show up and there's going to be that other side of the anti-Mandalorian culture will now be introduced so you have the cult the traditionalist and you have the one who's been trying to break the wheel. Yeah. And they will all come together in Mandalorian season three. And those ideals are what's going to clash. And that's why I think there's a chance that it could come down to Din preserving himself because he wants to stay alive for Grogu versus Bo's want to become queen of Mandalore. And or I should say just become Mandalore uh, and rule again. And it could come down to that. Hmm. I think we already mm. kind of I don't want to say we we pushed the Vistlas back, but we had our moment where the Vistlas tried to take control again and it didn't but go. Knowing so well. that they're still around, um, like there's one does, at least there's at least one. Like, does that give he said there's only three of us in that episode that were left? Yeah. Just, and I, I don't even know if that includes Din. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much left from that. That uh, not Coven. Those are vampires. Coburn. Coburn. I want to be Coven. but They're not vampires. Yeah. Um, no, anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe I mean, like, we know we know the Vistlas are, are pretty, pretty stubborn. So, I yeah, it's it's uh, Mandalorians are stubborn. Period. End of sentence. Forget the Vistlas; yeah. they're all stubborn. <laughs> they're all stubborn. I agree. Um, you know uh, what? What I would love to see when we go back to Mandalore, if we start introducing more Mandalorians into the canon story again, is I want to see more of the foundling alien Mandos and not just the human ones. Ah. Because in, in Old Republic, you didn't. it wasn't a race, it was a culture. Now, I know there's a race, and they acknowledge that there is a race, but anyone could become a Mandalorian under the right circumstances. So in Old Republic, you would have Twi'lek that were Mandalorians. You would have, uh, what's uh, Maul's race? Um, yes. Sorry, you asked me, and I'm not going to be able to call that memory. So uh, give me a second. You keep talking, and I'm going to remember. Zabrik. You had Zabrik's that were uh, Zabrak, whatever. Um, right, is it Zabrix or Zabrox? I don't know. Chat, help, help us. Um, so I would love to see more of that in Mandalorian season three, where they introduce the aliens that were foundlings, probably, and that's how. Because if Boba's allowed to be a Mando at the end of all of this, which he probably will, which is another reason I think that Mando's Mandalorians might show up. Um, and he's a clone and the son of someone who fought in the wars. Wouldn't that mean that it, it was right of succession? Yes. To be to share that title, even if you were foundling? I think so. That's my point. Yeah. So I would love to see more of that. I want to know where they're all hiding all over the universe, because obviously they're scattered now. They say that in Mandalorian season one. They're scattered, scattered to the winds. Yeah, and the prophecy says it. So where are they all? How are they going to show up? I want to know how many of them Is, died. Oh God! I can't imagine. Like how? Like how many Mandalorians are still like actually alive? Think about think about this. If 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 they killed enough people 
to make the the one of the strongest cultures and races in the entire Star Wars universe leave their planet, you did some fucking damage. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, like, like they destroyed the entire capital, and that capital had millions of people. Force in it, users so. and the Mandalorians were like some of the only ones who would go toe to toe with the Yuuzhan Vong in Legends. Yeah. Also, Mandalorians were one of the only races that could go toe to toe with Force users in Legends. Well, yeah, because they had the weaponry to do it. So right. Well, they built yeah. the weaponry. They didn't even have it. They made yeah. their weapons specifically to fight Force users mm-hmm. for the Jedi Mandalorian Wars. And then we got to see the the freaking uh, sarcophaguses that they held them in. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, so, so it, it's it's the expectations for Mandalorian season three are huge at this point. It's now massive. this just you know this just made it, and for us to go to Mandalorian and see it in live action. Yeah, um, I still go back to what Bo said in season two. Not everything is what it seems. No, there's definitely more than meets the eye for sure. Yeah, there's something there, whether they're still in contact, hidden base. Because remember, even Sabine's family was nowhere near the capital. Oh. They were all the way out in the mountains. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. Remember, it was snowy mm-hmm. there was where snowy they were. There. Mm-hmm. So. You're right. I always, I always forget that there's more the to Mandalore because, like, they spent a lot of time in that, like, around the capital, which is just, like, this big flat land. With the they dome. also have the moon where Death so. Watch hid. Correct, which is, like, right away. Yeah, so... You know, there's there's other places, too, that they can bring to life on the screen. We also saw that other part of the planet in Rebels when uh, what's his name? The guy who the traitor one. I never remember his name. Uh, I know you're talking about, though. um, We saw that part of the planet when he's chasing Sabine and Ezra. Yes. Yes. There's there's lots of different places in in uh, or on Mandalore. Gar Saxon that we can uh, that we can visit, which will be cool. It would be cool to go to Sabine's family's house that'd be very very cool because that place yeah, is i'm wondering i'm wondering too if there's going to be the imperial mandalore still on there like maybe they're the ones that were left with or at least remnants of them or we well, might I can see, see like the emperor armor going like here's your planet you can have it back like after it's over maybe yeah i'm excited for it i think like you said the the expectations are extremely high for this because we are going into territory that has not been really flushed out uh, yep. for canon. It's been flushed out in EU, but you know, for canon stuff, it's it's getting flushed out as we go along. So I think everyone's kind of just like holding their breath in hopes that we get what we really want. But that's the whole thing. We, we've talked about this before, Kevin. Remember, it's just like it's not Star Wars fans are always it's not the way that I envisioned it. So, oh, it's so never gonna I'm going to say I'm very excited to see how how the Star Wars team has envisioned all of this to look. In a live action scene, um, yeah, I'm excited. There we are. I think it's. Uh, I still maintain that the coolest Mandalorian armor was the, um, the, uh, the mall, the mall followers. Uh, yes. Uh, the the death. Wait, the Shadow Collective is that what they were called? The people who follow Darth Maul. Yeah, Death Watch. Or the or no, the they weren't called Death Watch Black by Sun? that point. It was a because it was a wasn't it a coup that was part of Death Watch or something like that. Well, it turned into Death Watch. Like he he turned Death Watch. Oh, I'm Watch. thinking of it backwards. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he just sorry. So he goes. And, yeah. So so. No, no, it's not. Because that's after Clone Wars. Clone Wars is when Death Watch begins. That's what I'm saying. What are we talking about? I don't know. Let's end the show. Yeah, let's just that do point. that. 
<laughs> Thank you for listening to the hottest episode of Star Wars and Scotch, episode 69. Uh, you can check out Tim, uh, fb.gg slash darkness429, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. ish Eastern. Yeah. Uh, and you can check out him elsewhere on the internet as darkness429. You should go follow his TikTok. His TikTok's popping lately. He's actually doing really popping, well. I was really surprised. Popping, popping, popping. Thanks. Uh, and everything I do is on rarejob.co. You can follow uh, rarejob. Rare Job Co. everywhere. And uh, you can follow Star Wars Scotch on Twitter if you want to chat with us. Tag us there. It's good to tag us both, Kevin X Vision and Darkness429, Please. too, because we we are on our personal accounts. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Someone on staff runs the Star Wars and Scotch. <laughs> yeah, so if you're trying to talk to us so via that one, I, I won't see it. Just tag us, too. But tag that, too, so that can interact, too. Thanks. Cool. Uh, but yeah, and make sure you're drinking that delicious King's Coast coffee. And we will see you for episode 70, which happens to be the final episode of Boba Fett. We planned this from the beginning. So it's just working out that episode seven is episode 7D and the final episode of Boba Fett. Good planning on our part. Yeah, we did a great job. Nice job. Such a great job. Mm -hmm. You have a great week and we look forward to sharing the finale of Boba Fett with Book of Boba Fett with you. Tim. May the force be with you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.